Disclaimer. The following opinions on free agency are before any major moves that may happen between the taping of this episode and when they occur. Enjoy the show. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Bleed Hockey Podcast, episode 52 of said podcast. Uh, the final episode of the 2020 free agency series going over the Atlantic Division this time around, or the, the uh, Pacific, Central, and Metropolitan, respectively. And uh, this one, this division is uh, a doozy, to say the least. Um, especially, like, if I'm just gonna foreshadow. If there's any possibility of a division as a whole that you could see a lot of movement in, it's this one. And we'll get to that in a second. Um, Once again, the rules. The rules of uh, this whole series. Break it down into three groups. Rebuilders slash no buyers. Tweeners that are not necessarily rebuilders, but are all not necessarily cup window teams and then your cup window teams um just jump right out the gate into the dumpster fire which uh all three of these rebuilding teams are absolute dumpster fires uh first of which being prominent a prominent one for at least the past decade uh the buffalo sabers uh, cap hit projected cap hit 47 million so uh, safe to say they're under the cap floor uh, 34.4 million of, of cap space projected 13.1 million under the cap floor so they have to at least spend 13 million to be uh, cap compliant on the other end I mean rather be under than above but still you know it's easier to spend money than to move it so they uh they're fine um what's sad is they legitimately only have for this season at least according to cap friendly on who's on their main roster only have four forwards signed to contracts everybody else is either rfa or ufa madness absolute madness and with that 34.4, they could definitely change their look very fast. But with a cap locked at 81.5 for the second year in a row by then, not the best idea to be going throwing around money. But uh, especially since next offseason is when the um, expansion draft comes and they're going to have to give up give up a person so um then have to ask yourselves who they're gonna move uh, or who they're gonna unprotect for uh the kraken to take but um forwards jack eichel 10 million for the next six uh jeff skinner nine for the next seven seven yeah seven uh kyle Akpozo six million for the next three eric stahl 3.25 uh yeah, 3.25 and 
as a UFA afterwards. And then that's where we stop with who's under contract because the following forwards are UFAs. UFAs, not RFAs, UFAs. Wayne Simmons. Vladimir Saboka. Jimmy Vesey. Zimgus Grigginsons. Uh, Johan Larson. Michael Froelich are all UFAs. RFAs, Curtis Lazar, Dominic Cahoon, Tage Thompson, Victor Olofsson, and Sam Reinhardt. All are RFAs. So all of those guys are at least going to get tendered or their rights are going to get traded away. Or um, at the very least, if they really just want to be petty, just hold on to the rights, don't give them a contract, and just let them play elsewhere. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if a couple guys, you know, if, you know, money's not right and then they don't trade the rights just to go to, like, uh, Europe play or the KHL because the KHL kind is kind of the uh, the cop-out league. Like, hey, I can't make it in the NHL. Might as well go to the K. But, yeah, they have a lot of play in uh, who they keep and get rid of in the forward group. Um, but I'm not really, but it, you know, it'd be kind of useless for me to say what the Buffalo Sabres need because people have been trying to pinpoint exactly what they need. And every time they try to fill that void or whatever they need to do to, um, be competitive, they just cannot do it like they'll have like their nice month or two where they'll give their fans the false hope and then they'll just fall off and then just don't make the damn playoffs and it's it's an absolute shame and I do feel for the Sabres fans freaking Blues fans are kind of like I can say kind of like that in the aspect of the cup but I can't really say that we have too many similarities other than you know 50 plus years without a cup and then you know we got at least we got ours but you know they still haven't got theirs but at least the blues you know were competitive and they were in the playoffs majority of the french and the franchise history they've been in the playoffs while the sabers or at least in recent memory definitely have not so um can't really say i really uh understand what they're going through right now but I mean, I, I honestly do hope that they do better, but um, the number one, the Metropolitan Division, just stacked, always stacked. And the Atlantic Division, other than the few, which we'll get to toward the end of the episode, or if you're, your cheat sheet <laughs> in the description, it'll tell you uh, who are the, basically the two teams that are really the running rough shot in the... Uh, Atlantic, because the Atlantic is, I'm going to go out and say that the Atlantic division is by far the weakest division in the NHL, and it has been for some time. But, but yeah, they, they've got some work to do. Defense, Rasmus versus Linen, 5.4 for the next two. Colin Miller, 3.875 for the next two. Jake McCabe, 2.85 for this year and then UFA afterwards Rasmus Dahlin entering his last year of his ELC 925k and RFA afterwards uh, Henry uh, Yokiharu is in the same boat 
uh, Lawrence uh, Pilute is an RFA, Brandon Montour is an RFA, and Matt Hunwick is a UFA. I'd imagine he walks because he's age 35 and he probably, you know, either wants to go elsewhere or just hang him up or, you know, go to K, go to decay or or somewhere. But I don't see him being a, a saber when it's all said and done. Uh, goaltending, the only guy that they have on their contract right now apparently is Carter Hutton, 2.75 for this year, UFA afterwards. And then Linus Olmark is an RFA. He's going to get tendered. Probably going to get probably somewhere around 4 to $5 million. I wouldn't expect him to uh, pay him too much, but, you know. Um, but he's also at the age to where, like, this is his last RFA contract. And then after that, he'll be UFA. So, um, yeah, the Buffalo Sabres got some, got some shit to figure out if they want to get out of the rebuilding phase. Cause they've been in the rebuilding phase for years. Like it feels like a damn decade that they've been in this position. So, uh, figure your shit out, Buffalo, please. For the sake of, uh, Buffalo fans everywhere. Uh, next up, Detroit Red Wings. Uh, projected cap hit 46.8 million uh, cap space projected 34.6 million under cap and they're 13.3 million under the cap floor so they've got some spending to do um, kind of in the same boat as um, I well, at least in the contracts thing they are similar to the um, Buffalo Sabres but here's the difference they have the probably one of if not the best general manager in the NHL right now that knows how to manipulate the cap he is an absolute cap cap wizard cause you know the way the Tampa Bay is right now isn't uh, Julian Breezebois doings, all right? It's Steve Yeiserman's doings, all right? That team Steve Yeiserman built, all right? That's not Breezebois' doings. That is straight up Stevie Y and his greatness with the cap and uh, manipulating it. Um, although it's a little bit easier, an easier sell for Tampa because of the uh, low to no taxes they get paid on there while Detroit on the other hand probably not in the same boat so we'll see what he can do with the cap and trying to coax people hey I know Tampa might be a, a nice looking place or Vegas I know it might be a nice looking place but Detroit though it's a it's a city that's on the up and up guys come on over <laughs> to Detroit because uh, that's uh, something that people want to go do. Um, not to shoot, you know, on Detroit. Uh, and all. I, I bet it's a nice city that gets a lot of flack for, you know, on the on the main, you know, world stage, you know. I know how that is because St. Louis is in the same boat, which uh, it's a lot better than people say it is. Um, but, which I know there's Detroit listeners that listen to this. So, uh, hello. Um, but yeah, your forward group, Dylan Larkin, 6.1 for the next three, Franz Nielsen, 5.25 for the next two, 
uh, Justin Albuquerque 4.25 for the next three. Darren Helm 3.85 in his final year of that contract. Uh, Valtteri Fibula 3 million ending his uh, contract after the season. Robbie Fabry 2.95 for the next two. Uh, Luke Glendening uh, 1.8 for this year, and then after that, stops. Uh, Sam Gagne, uh, Gagner, Gagne. Uh, I know he just signed a new deal, uh, but that will be in the next episode that I'll go over that um, for specifics because then I'll have to re-add all the numbers. Uh, he was a UFA. I know he's under contract, so all those numbers kind of like work. Maybe shave off a, a couple thousand here, a couple thousand there. Uh, Adam Ernie's an RFA. Taylor Bertuzzi's an RFA. Anthony Mantha's an RFA. Uh, Dimitro Timoshev is an RFA. Uh, Tyler, uh, Kyle Brodziak's a UFA. He'll probably walk. Brendan Perlini's an RFA. And then Chris, uh, Christopher uh, N. is an RFA. All those RFAs, I'd imagine they stay. Uh, I don't know if they're going to pick up anybody. Um, they're not really in a position to do so. Honestly, I mean, they have the money to maybe kickstart the, maybe like put like a jolt in the arm of the rebuilding effort, but uh, I mean, because they, the longest contract that's currently up here are both Alvocator and Larkin, because uh, they are off the books if they don't get a new contract in the 23-24 season so yeah they only have like the longest contract they have on the books is three three years so they've you know they've got a lot of play in the next few years especially if uh after next season and uh hopefully you know people come back in the stands and get those revenues up and then uh can actually uh send the cap upwards again uh start to see uh, a lot more movement a lot more like risk to pay players to uh you know be good um yeah your defense for the detroit red wings um danny de kaiser five million for the next two uh patrick nemeth is three million for this year ufa afterwards uh, uh alex biega uh 875k and then Trevor Daly's a UFA Jonathan Erickson's a UFA uh, Madison Bowie is an RFA and then Cody Gullibuff is a UFA so they've got some work to do on that defense for sure um, and then goaltending uh, Jimmy Howard is, I want to say has been told that uh, they are not going to uh, give him a new contract I want to say I read that but uh, Jimmy I know I read that Jimmy Howard said that he's not done in the NHL for sure. So um, if he doesn't get a new contract from the uh, the Red Wings, expect him to go elsewhere. Uh, Jonathan Bernier, three million for this year, and then UFA afterwards. And also a notable, even though he's not counting toward the cap, uh, Henrik Zetterberg is on the LT on the LTIR because I believe that he's uh, he's done skis. Um, they only have to pay him even though it's on the it's not on the official books because he's on LTIR but he still gets paid the, the 6.083 million for this year and as he then he's off the books next season so um yeah so uh 
CVY has his work cut out for him for sure. Also, you have the draft coming up too. Um, but, but yeah, and it's kind of shitty, yeah, that they were last, I want to say, if not the last in the league and did not get first uh, the first round, <laughs> first overall uh, pick because that went to a team that played in the play-in rounds because, yeah, that, that I will say that that was absolute bullshit that the Rangers are going to get freaking first rounder, first overall, and the Detroit Red Wings that, you know, the tank was real with them and they end up being in the uh not too uh not that high up on the the board for sure um but yeah they yeah they have their work cut out for them i mean they definitely got to work on that defense i mean offense was you know was good it was all right goaltending could use some work but you know it's a rebuilding team so don't expect too much for them and speaking of people and teams that I should not expect jack shit from Ottawa Senators I don't know I don't know why number one my damn projected cap hit and cap space is not on here because I swore I fixed that but I guess never saved while I looked that up let's talk some shit about the Ottawa Senators <laughs> Since no one in Ontario, at least in that area, actually listens to me. So, uh, hey, hey. Um, yeah, Ottawa Centers. Like, I hope the NHL uh, kind of does their meddling like they've been doing with the Arizona Coyotes. And trying to keep, you know, uh, a certain type of uh, ownership group in place. They really need to try to remove freaking Eugene Melnick from uh, the clutches of, you know, driving this franchise down even more because it's absolutely shameful, absolutely shameful that they uh, have him uh, have, you know, this going on up there. I'm going to have to just get a whole the whole new sheet because I know they've been doing some movements. Um... So yeah, but yeah, Ottawa Senators, um, they have a projected cap hit of 38.2 million, uh, projected cap space of 43.2, um, and let's go back, so then I can say that they are 21.9, 21.9 million under the, uh, the cap floor. So, um, and as I say again, um, as I say again, the, um, Ottawa Senators have a lot of fucking money to spend. An absolute lot. They have 43.2 million. You know what you could do? What kind of team you could build with that money? You could build a solid team with that. But I guarantee you, there are going to be shit. Absolute shit. And it's absolutely shameful that they're going to be shit. But it's the nature of the beast. And that's what happens when you have Eugene Melnick. Because, and, it, and it's also mind-boggling to me 
that in 2017, not only did they have Eric Carlson, but they were one goal away from going to their first Stanley Cup final since 2007. Maddening. And Eugene Melnick sell the fucking team so someone else with a little bit more comprehension can take this franchise and send it to the moon. Or, or, move the Senators to Quebec, bring the Nordiques back, and still sell the team. Or, yeah, just, just sell the team. Just sell the team. That's all you gotta do. Just sell the team. Please. Please. Pretty please. Um, but yeah, like the, uh, well, not unlike the Red Wings because they still got a bright future because they have some competent, uh, leadership up there. Um, but like the Buffalo Sabres, they don't have a lot of guys on their contract, but they, but unlike those other two teams I mentioned, Allen Centers have a fuck ton of money, as I said, that they have to spend. Let's go over the Florida group that, uh, the, uh, which this is an updated list. So, um, I, I had to, uh, make an exception for the centers because they had a big move. Um, they bought out, even though I'm going to go over this in the next episode again. Um, they bought out Bobby Ryan. So I want to say they had two years left of the 7.5 mil. Uh, that's no longer the case anymore. So not only is that off the books, but now uh, they're going to be paying him 3.583 for the next two, and then 1.833 repeated for the, for the following two after that, and then it'll be done. Um, but yeah, their forward group they have Colin White rounding out the top there, 4.75 for the next five. Artem Anisimov, 4.5 for this year, UFA afterwards. Brady Kachuk ending his last year of his ELC. Um, wonderful young talent. Hopefully he doesn't get wasted up in the centers. RFA in 21-22. And that is it for however is under contract. Scott Sabrin is a UFA. Connor Brown's an RFA. Matthew uh, Pekka is a UFA. Chris Turney is an RFA. Right? Can I read? He is an RFA. Uh, Jace Howerluck is an RFA. Uh, Rudolf Spalsers is an RFA. Nicholas Paul is an RFA. And Anthony DeClaire is an RFA. So I'd imagine they tender all of those guys. And uh, hopefully, you know, they don't fuck up too bad. Um, I, and, uh, yeah, defense. Th- Thomas Shabbat. Eight million for the next seven. Uh, Nikita Zaitsev, four point five for the next four. Uh, Mike Riley, one point five for this year. Uh, Christian Wolenin, nine hundred k. Ron Hainsey's a UFA. Uh, Mark Bo- uh, Borvietsky is a UFA. Both their uh, alternate captains, not assistant captains, alternate captains, are. Uh, currently not under contract which is interesting and Andreas Eng- uh, Eglund is a RFA so um 
Yeah, and we might as well round out the, the final uh, thing. Uh, Craig Anderson's no longer with the team. Uh, they're moving on from him, and regardless, he was a UFA anyway, so his money's not, you know, his money doesn't count anywhere. Uh, Marcus Hogberg, or Hogberg, 700K RFA uh, next year, and Anders Nielsen is a 2.6 million for this year, UFA next year. This entire team needs some goddamn work, and Pierre Dorian really has his work cut out for him, but um, whether or not he can make competent choices, you know, is yet to be seen. Um, but at least, you know, he got Shabbat for eight for the next seven, so that's good. Um, he got White for uh, 4.75 uh, for the next five, so that's also good. Um, I'm just going to wait to see what he does with uh, Brady Kachuk um, and see what other additions that he can make, um, which I just hope that... They can really turn. I honestly hope it's just like the Sabres. I hope that they turn it around, but I have my absolute doubts, and you know, I have and I have every right to be doubtful because their track records speak for themselves. The only difference is, unlike the Sabres, the Senators actually have been in the playoffs a couple times in the, in recent years. Like I mentioned, 2017 went to the Eastern Conference Final and was one goal away from going to the goddamn Stanley Cup final which I'm actually thankful that they didn't make it because number one I was rooting for the Penguins and two if the Senators would have won that would have meant that the Nashville Predators would have been Stanley Cup champions before these and got their very first cup no less before the St. Louis Blues would and I could not will not have dealt with that well uh, especially you know with Nashville fans being as obnoxious as they are I could not hand I would not be able to handle that I'm sorry I don't think NHL space you know the hockey space would be able to uh, handle that um, so thank you senators for uh, having uh, you know letting in that goal from uh, one uh, Chris Kunitz um, but yeah, they I they I would normally would tell you where they need a, the work. They need to just work on the whole team. That's all I gotta say. Not gonna waste any more time or bated breath on the Senators. Just really need just need to work on that entire team, just top to bottom. Just need to top to bottom. Now, we get into the uh, little bit more interesting uh, shit here. Florida Panthers round uh, as the top of your tweeners. Got your tweeners. Uh, Florida Panthers cap hit 60.5 million projected. 20.9 million projected cap space. So they have some room to move. Um... And I know I gave you an updated list for the centers. I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to update everyone else because then I would have to go back and update all the other three divisions. Not going to do that. Florida Panthers, Jonathan Huberdo, 5.9 for the next three. Uh, Alexander Barkov, 5.9 for the next two. Uh, Brett Connolly, 3.5 for the next three. 
Frank uh, Vantrano, 2.533 for the next two. Uh, Noel Akari, 1.666 for the next two. Uh, Colton Sh- uh, Skivier, he got traded, but he has a contract of 1.2. I'll uh, we'll get into his trade next episode. Dryden Hunt, RFA. Evgeny Dadnoff, UFA. Uh, Alexi uh, Sorella, RFA. Mike Kaufman's UFA. Dominic Toynado, RFA. Uh, Lucas Walmark is an RFA. Brian Boyle's UFA. And Eric Halla is a UFA. I would imagine that they sign Dadnov again. I feel like they'd be a little bit stupid if they let Hoffman walk. Um, Eric Halla, I'd imagine he gets uh, a contract of some sort. Um, maybe try to pick up another uh, another guy from uh, free agency, which uh, that'd be an interesting place. I'd like to probably see uh, one Taylor Hall go to because there's no way in hell that the Arizona Coyotes are going to uh, sign him. But, um, yeah. They have a lot of room for improvement, but also they have a lot of, you know, well, yeah, they have a lot of room for improvement, but they have a lot of room uh, and ease of you know flexibility to do so because they have 20.9 million in protected cap space right now um also this is pre uh trade um but they they yeah they can pick up some uh, good pieces and they can be really competitive uh with it um and once they start to get Joel Quinville's uh, systems down to a T this team's going to be freaking lethal and all that will really stop them honestly will be uh, the Metropolitan Division because in their division they'll they'll make the playoffs just being in their division but it's going to come down to having to uh, meet meet up with you know teams in the Metro and the playoffs that's going to hinder their ability to go far in the playoffs so, uh, yeah, forwards, I mean, they have a lot of room to grow in there. Defense, uh, Eric, uh, not Eric, uh, Aaron Ekblad, 7.5 for the next five. Keith Yandel, 6.53 for the next three. Anton Strahlman for the next two, 5.5. Uh, Michael Matheson, 4.875 for the next six. Uh, Riley Stillman, seven point, uh, 773 thousand three hundred thirty three dollars no round numbers on his last year have his ELC and an RFA afterwards Mackenzie Weger is an RFA Joshua Brown's an RFA and uh Mark Pizik is a UFA yeah they if they could get us get a little bit more uh stability on defense too um a little bit more stability on defense uh some more firepower up front and uh some stability for Sergey Bobrovsky. A little bit more, not not stability, but uh, just need to get him more consistent in play. Uh, Ten million for the next six, and Chris Drieger is their backup. Eight hundred and fifty k for this year. UFA afterwards. 
Um, yeah. Uh, Sergey Bobrovsky, if he can just be more consistent, um, if, as long as he's consistent, whatever additions that this team can do next season is just going to make them that much better. Because Bobrovsky not being, you know, consistently good, the consistent, you know, yeah, take a shot every time I say consistent because you're going to freaking need a new liver after that. Um, they, uh, yeah, they just need to make him, he needs to be the uh, Vesna level goalie that he was in Columbus down there. I don't know if it's the defense that's, you know, that made him shine in Columbus that's not working here or, or what, but hopefully he figures it out and fast because $10 million uh, to not be the Vesna trophy winner that he is supposed to be, you know, that's uh, pretty staggering. So, uh, yeah, I look for the Florida Panthers to be uh, a lot better next year for sure. Uh, Montreal Canadiens, uh, last one before we have a little break here. Uh, cap hit 71.2 million, projected cap space 10.2, so don't really have too much play room, especially with the whole talk about taxes and all that. Um, and also Canadian dollar being different than American dollar. Um, it's going down the list here. Jonathan Duran, 5.5 for the next three. Uh, Tom, Thomas Tatar, uh, 4.8 million for this year. UFA afterwards, Brendan Gallagher, 3.75. Uh, Paul Byron, 3.4 for the next three. Philip Deneau, 3.083 for this year. Joel Armia. Or Yol Armia, uh, 2.6 for this year, UFA afterwards. Arturi Lekonen, 2.4, and there's an RFA afterwards. Uh, Jordan Wheel, 1.4, are a UFA next year. Uh, Jasperi Kokanyemi is ending his last year of his ELC 925K RFA afterwards. Uh, Nick Suzuki entering his second year of his ELC's 863. Repeated for the next two RFA after that in 22-23. Uh, Charles Houdon as an RFA. Uh, Dale Weiss as a UFA. And Max Domi as an RFA. And there's a lot of talk about Domi going elsewhere. But um, we'll have to see how that shakes out. Because since he's an RFA, you know, they got to trade his rights and the whole thing. You know, uh, see where he ends up. Uh, now as for the yeah forward group, yeah they they probably need a little bit more uh, firepower for sure. Um, yeah, it'd be it'd be nice for them to get um, some a little bit more zest, less zestiness to their uh, their play. Defense, I would say that they need to add a little bit more. I, mean, I will say they might need to add just a little bit more, but they did add a uh, a pretty damn good defenseman. Um, in Joel Edmondson, but we'll get to him in a second. Uh, Shea Weber rounds out the top of it. Uh, 7.85 for the next six. Uh, Jeff Petrie, 5.5 for this year. UFA afterwards. Carl Alsner, 4.625 for the next two. Uh, Joel Edmondson, uh, recently acquired from the Carolina Hurricanes. 3.5 for the next four. Uh, because they, uh, the Hurricanes traded his, uh, RFA rights to 
Montreal. Montreal's like, hey, how about this money? And Evanston said, all right, give me the money. And now he's there. Uh, ben Sherratt, 3.5 for the next two. Uh, Brett Kulak, 1.85 for the next two. Uh, Alexander Romanov, 894K uh, for the next two as he's on an ELC. Uh, and then RFA afterwards. Uh, Xavier Olet is a RFA. Uh, Victor Mete is an RFA. And Kristen Folan is a UFA. So to just add a little bit more defense, a little bit more on the offensive side, they might be uh, pretty damn good. And uh, just need to have some more consistency in that with goalies. But uh, it looks like that might be turning around uh, soon. As if Carey Price, $10.5 million for the next six. Good Jesus. That is a long contract. He's 33, so... Presuming he didn't just turn 33, he'll be 34 in this coming season. 35, 36, 37, 38. He'll be 39 <laughs> on his final year of his deal. Like, Jesus Christ. That's, uh, that's insane. And then they recently acquired Jake Allen from the St. Louis Blues. Your 2019 Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues, because I'm going to use that. Use that because I, uh, as it looks like I might be having to, regardless, by the end of the month, I'm not going to be able to use that anymore. So, might as well use it while I have it. Four point three five million for this year, and then he's a he's a UFA in twenty one twenty two, and I honestly wouldn't be surprised if uh, somehow, some way, the Kraken took him. But we'll see where that goes. But yeah. Just had a little bit more on the defense, a little bit more on the, the forward groups, and as long as the goaltending seems to be pretty solid, they should be good to go. But yeah, that's uh, the first half of the episode. I'm going to take a little break real quick, and we'll get into um, the absolute shitstorm that is one Toronto Maple Leafs. Alright, so back at it. Uh, with the tweeners rounding it out, uh, we have the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. What a shit show the Toronto Maple Leafs are. Because um, the running meme with them being that they pay three of their forwards 10 plus million, so locking up. About th- thirty to forty million of uh, their eighty-one point five million in cap space in just three players, and can't really do anything. Um, let's dive in. Cap hit projected seventy-five point three. Cap space six million, so they don't really have a lot of uh, play and. Uh, yeah. Austin Matthews, 11.6 for the next four. Uh, John Tavares, 11 million for the next five. Mitch Marner, eight, uh, 10.8 for the next five. Willie Nylander, 6.9 for the next four. Alex Kerfoot, 3.5 for the next three. Uh, Andreas Janssen, 3.4 for the next three. Uh, Zach Hyman, 2.25 uh, for this year. Uh, Pierre Engvall, uh, 1.25 for the next two. 
Nicholas Robertson, 821K, uh, starting out his ELC this year. Uh, Kyle Clifford's a UFA. Jason Spezza is a UFA. Uh, Ilya Mikheyev is an RFA. Uh, Dennis Malgin is an RFA. Frederick Gauthier is a, uh, or Goche is an RFA. And Evan Rodriguez is an RFA. So all those RFAs I expect to be tendered, whether they uh, get tendered and traded or just tendered right now. Um, I expect that. Um, their four group isn't necessarily the issue, which I know that's why I give them a lot of shit about the money. I, I give them a lot of shit about the money, not necessarily because they're, you know, suffocating money to better the forward group. It's the defense group that I have a bone to pick with. Um, I have Jake Muzzin for 5.625 for the next four. Not bad. Not a bad deal. And solid guy. Defense. Morgan Riley. Uh, franchise name right there. Uh, five million for the next two. Uh, Justin Hole. Two million for the next three. Uh, Rasmus Sandin. Uh, promising young guy there. 894k for the next two. Uh, second year of his ELC. Uh, Timothy Lilligren. Another uh, really promising guy come up also in the second year of his ELC only his is 863k for the next two uh Callie Rosen 750k for this year in UFA afterwards uh Martin Marinson 700k uh UFA uh Travis Dermott's an RFA Cody Cece's a UFA and Tyson Berry is a UFA so um yeah, and then we'll might as well round out goaltending because Freddie Anderson uh, entering his final year of his deal, $5 million for this year, UFA afterwards. Jack Campbell, $1.65 for the next two, and then UFA afterwards. Um, this team that the Toronto media just deems cup contender uh, just oozing or like any kind of top free agent like Alex Petrangelo a whole bunch of people be saying that uh, Alex Petrangelo is going to go to the Toronto Maple Leafs he ain't going nowhere near Toronto I'm sorry they don't have number one they don't have the money and number two taxes are higher so you have which then coincides back to the whole money thing they don't have and also you know which then also, once again, ties into the money thing. Where are you going to get it? And who are you going to move? Because I don't know who you move. And if you could move much anything. Because, you know, I understand, you know, you want to have all the top guys. That's all fun and dandy. But, you know, if you... Um, if you are um, trying to build a cup contender... You don't want to have a lot of the star power. You want to have some star power, but you also have to, you know, have, you know, a medium grade guy, the lower grade guys. You know, you have your top, you have your top forwards, you have your top six, and then you have your bottom six guys. And then you have your, your top two uh, defense pairings. You have your top four defense pairings. And then you have your, your bottom two that rotate out in and out. And then you have your, uh, obviously your starting goalies. But they, yeah, Mitch Marner, 
got that down. Willie Nylander, got that down. John Tavares, got that down. Matthews, got that down. That only takes up probably a full line. They take up a full line, but they spread them out in about two. So then you have to fill out the bottom six, which then that's what guys like Hyman and uh, well, Hyman's probably, you know, a top six guy, top nine guy, but still, you could put him in the third line, Hyman, uh, Engvall, you know, he fits in there nicely, uh, Clifford, um, even though I know he's a UFA, you know, he, he, he kind of fits that bill, uh, Goche also, um, Janssen as well, but Jan, you know, Janssen's top six, top nine, um, but that's your forward group, and forward group's not really the thing that, you know, I worry about is the defense and also overworking uh, Frederick Anderson, too, because he has been taking an absolute beating since uh, getting moved to the uh, the Maple Leafs from the Ducks. Um, taking an absolute beating. Uh, but, yeah, defense is, like, the thing that they really need to work on um, for sure. And, yeah, add a little extra fin- uh a little extra spice to the whole four group, but defensively, um, other than Buzzin and Riley, those are your top two. I don't foresee them getting CC back. I don't foresee them getting Barry back because they don't have the damn money for it. So I don't know who you have. I mean, yeah, you got Sandine, you know, you have Lilligren, but you know. There's a point. There's a what the injuries last uh, season. It was basically having the the Marlies friggin' defense because they didn't have Muzzin for a little bit. They didn't have Riley a little bit. I want to say Barry was injured a little bit. Uh, maybe even CC as well. But um, I know for sure Riley and Muzzin were injured uh, for a bit of time uh, this past year, and it was yeah, it got to the point to where they had uh, the Marlies. Uh, basically Marley's defense um, which is not what you want in the NHL you uh, you want that in the AHL you know where the Marley's play not you know, not the NHL so um, their biggest thing that they need to worry about to get out of the tweeners and into the cup window slash buyers because they are not in their cup window I'm sorry they are not in their cup window and uh, Kyle Dubas really needs to uh, really assess his team and be like you know I don't know if it, if, if he needs to move some guys to really just, you know, rejuvenate them. Like, uh, I know the whole soundbite was that uh, Willie Nylander was promised that he wasn't going to get traded. Well, guess what, bucko? It's the CNHL. You can't make promises like that. And who knows? Maybe it has to come to moving Nylander to wake up everyone else in the, lo- in the locker room and be like, hey, no one's seat safe, which is kind of what you want to have. You don't want to be complacent because if you be complacent, you're not going to do anything well. And uh, it seems like they have some kind of complacency in in place, and that's not good. So they need to um, get a shot in the arm and wake everyone up, because um, they uh, it'd be a shame for another franchise to waste some uh, key talent like how uh, Edmonton currently is wasting Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl, uh, Buffalo's wasting Jack Eichel. And Toronto looks to be wasting Matthews and Marner and Nylander and Riley. Um, yeah, they uh, 
figure this shit out, please. Awesome. No, yeah, we get new uh, a cup windows now. Um, Boston Bruins uh, projected cap hit sixty-seven million, um, fourteen point four million cap space. I put this team on in the cup window uh, for a couple of reasons. Now, I, yeah, I could put him in a tweener, but. I'm going to give him the mulligan for this year, just like I gave, I gave the Blues the mulligan this year. Um, did not perform as well as they were expected. Also, that for the Boston Bruins, it also kind of came into the fact that Tuka Rask left the bubble because, uh, you know, I want to be with family and family reasons um, with that. So I'll give them the mulligan this year. Uh, what they do next uh, this coming season will determine if they move uh, stay in the spot or they move toward the tweeners and into rebuilding because I wouldn't say they're gonna ever going to rebuild but they'll move to tweeners for sure uh, for group uh, I have David Krejci entering his last year of, of his deal 7.25 mil uh, Patrice Bergeron uh, the perennial uh, Selkie nominee uh, or winner for the longest time uh, 6.875 for the next two. Uh, da- uh, David Pasternak, six for, 6.666 repeated for the next three. Uh, Brad Marchand, 6.125 for the next five. Uh, Charlie Coyle, 5.25 for the next six. Andre Kasha, 2.6 for their, this year. And then RFA afterwards. Anders Bjork, 1.6 for the next three. And then RFA afterwards. Nick Ritchie, 1.4. 9.8 for this year and then RFA next year Chris Wagner uh, 1.35 for the next three Sean Corrali 1.275 Par, uh, Par Lindholm 850k uh, Anton Bilde, Bilde 700k RFA afterwards uh, Joachim Nordstrom is a UFA and D- Jake DeBrusque is an RFA please sign Jake DeBrusque please and thank you um Oh yeah, do I hate the Bruins? Absolutely, but you know when they're competitive, then all my other teams that uh I like that verse them have to be competitive too, like the Philadelphia Flyers, like the Pittsburgh Penguins, like Reagan um well Capitals too, but uh even though they're not in the division or like the Florida Panthers, that uh, they are in their division, Toronto Maple Leafs, they are in their division. And always getting beat up by the Boston Bruins. And, uh, you know, they are. The Boston Bruins have been the standard for last several years, uh, along with uh, the last team uh, that we'll be talking about in a second, Tampa Bay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they don't really have to worry about too much. Um, it's just getting DeBrusque re signed. Um, and then the one other guy. One other big guy I really need to worry about. Everyone else is kind of like just coming through the system. Uh, if people walk, like if Nordstrom doesn't get a, a new contract and then he walks, uh, is going through the system. And uh, it's, it's, it looks uh, good for them in the future. Um, but the big question, not in forward group for the Boston Bruins that I have, is uh, defense though. 
So they have Charlie McAvoy for 4.9 for the next two and an RFA. Uh, Brandon Carlo, 2.85 for this year, RFA afterwards. Uh, John Moore, 2.75 for an UFA in 23-24. Connor Clifton, 1 million for the next three. Uh, Jeremy Lausen, 850K for the next two. Uh, Matt Grizzlick is an RFA, so I expect for him to get tendered some sort of money, probably around uh, uh, probably a high ones, maybe low twos uh, for a couple years. Uh, but the big boys here, the big boys. Um, Tory Krug. Tory Krug is uh, the big uh, guy. That may hit free agency along with Alex Petrangelo. That could uh, make a big splash and a big payday. Is uh yeah, Tory Krug, very reliable defenseman. Um, and he explicitly made it known that he's not gonna take any kind of pay uh pay cut. He's not taking any kind of discounts. He says he's been taking discounts for years, and it's about time that he gets paid. You know he has every right to, but um, so it's just a matter of making the money right and uh, see if the money's right. Uh, cause as I said, that they uh, have a projected cap space of fourteen point four, so they have the potential to do that. But then they also got to make sure that they sign Debrusque, um, Grizzlick as well. Um, but. Yeah, Nordstrom, yeah, you can make him walk and just get some, some cheap forwards. Um, but, I mean, even though he probably won't be that, uh, he won't be uh, expensive either. So, um, you can, you can make it work with Krug, but uh, I would be interested to see where he would end up going if he was to leave. But I wouldn't necessarily foresee Krug leaving, though, uh, honestly. One, one guy, though. That I, I might see leaving the uh, Boston Bruins is one uh, one Zdeno Chara, age forty three, is UFA this year. Uh, big question for Big Z uh, is: Does he leave the Boston Bruins and hang him up? Do the Boston Bruins basically force his hand and in doing that? Or do they sign him for another year and uh, basically have a, like a farewell tour for him? Because, yeah, it'd be absolutely shitty for his last year to be in the bubble era of uh, sports. But at the same time, you kind of hinder your ability to be better if you have Char. I mean, I know Char takes up a lot of space, but he's very slow. You know, doesn't get injured honestly that much, and he's a fighter and all that. But other than that, I mean, you kind of need to get a little bit more youthful. Uh, I mean, they are pretty damn youthful. Their average age is 24 um, on their decor right now, uh, which is amazing, actually. But, you know, you gotta, with that youth, you gotta have to equal it with youth. Um, I mean, they have the veterans to, you know, fill in the veteran roles that they need to have a little bit more youth all about. So then you're not pairing 
a youthful fast kid with someone that's slow all right um which you know be interesting to see what they do because it's just like the whole um joe thornton thing where you know he's been in the league for a long time you know he's you know he's a locker room favorite you know the guys really love him and he has that leadership you know role that cannot be you know he has they would leave such huge shoes to fill in the locker room but um maybe it's time for uh try to hang him up but um he you know they got time to figure that out i mean even if it's a, like a, a league minimum for a year that'd be that that would be good um for like a farewell tour and then just hopefully he has fans in the, in the stands for his final game that'd be that'd be a really cool thing to see um even though as i mentioned hate the bruins but i would love to you know see a guy that's you know so beloved by the the hockey community you know for better or worse or infamously yeah for better or worse you know get that send off that he definitely deserves um but yeah as your defense for the bruins goalies look solid although both these contracts are up after this season with tuka rask seven million and ufa next year uh and then yaroslav halak 2.25 did pretty decent for the Bruins uh, in place of Rask, but not um, not on the level of uh, one Anton Hudobin for Dallas Stars. But but hey, you know he did pretty damn good. Um, so as long as long as Tuka's in net, should be good to go because he's uh, really good in the in the postseason uh, in the regular season uh, and you know postseason he has his uh, he has his troubles, but yeah regular season I wouldn't really for uh worry about the Boston Bruins you know receding any la- uh, next year and then also UFA for the Ford group that I did not have because he was in the IR is Kevin Miller uh he's a UFA this year don't know if he resigns but uh just also letting you know that he is also part of the group but yeah that's your Boston Bruins and last but certainly not least your Eastern Conference champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, 76.1 million is their projected cap hit. Cap space, 5.3 mil. Um, let's dive in. Uh, Nikita Kucherov, 9.5 for the next seven. Steven Stamkos, 8.5 for the next four. Braden Point, 6.75 for the next two. And then RFA afterwards. Andre Palat, 5.3 for the next two. And then UFA. Yanni Gord, 5.166 for the next five. Uh, Tyler Johnson, 5 million for the next four. Uh, Alex Klorn, 4.5, oh, no, 4.45 for the next three. Blake Coleman, 1.8 for this year. Cedric Paquette, 1.65 for this year. Barclay Goodrow, 925K this year. Uh, Mitchell Stevenson's will be an RFA. Patrick Maroon will be a UFA, which also there's a talk that the Tampa Bay Lightning might be looking to sign an extension for him. Uh, And Anthony Sorelli is an RFA. And uh, Carter Verhage is a RFA. So they don't... The majority of their... uh, The forward group, you know, the the lethal star uh, scoring power. Yeah, all that signed for at least another year or two. But, uh, um... 
Yeah, just the depth guys they really need to worry about. Uh, defense, on the other hand, is kind of the thing they need to shake out. Uh, they have Victor Hedman, 7.875 for the next four. Oh, next five. Uh, Ryan McDonough, 6.75 for the next six. Uh, Braden Coburn, 101.7 for this year, UFA afterwards. Uh, Eric Cernak is an RFA. Jan Ruda is a UFA. Uh, Mikhail Sergachev is an RFA. Luke Shen is a UFA. Kevin Chedekert is a UFA. And Zach Bogosian is a UFA. So, um, yeah, they're going to they're gonna tender Cernak and they're going to tender Sergachev. Um, but everyone else, I see Shen walking. Shaddy, um, maybe go somewhere else. If not, uh, gets a, a lesser deal so he can stay a little bit longer. Pagosian, um, could go either way. Ruda, same way. Uh, don't know if they really have anyone in the in the pipeline for them, but they could also pick up people during the, the regular uh, the uh, free agency. But uh, this will be the want to say the real first year um i know last off season is when uh stevie y left for the uh, detroit red wings but um well i want to uh, was it i don't know if it was off season or if it was during the season because i want to say it was actually during the season that uh stevie y left tampa bay lightning and then uh Ken Holland moved to Edmonton. But regardless uh, of it being then, it, this is like the real first offseason for uh, Julian uh, Brisebois to uh, sign new contracts after the wizardry. That, that is uh, and uh, yeah, was and is Stevie Y putting all the current deals that are in place uh, in place. Um, especially with the big guys. Um, getting all of them locked up for long term, so they so he won't have to worry about that for a long while. So it's the other guys that they really at uh, Breezeball will have to deal with, but yeah, defense they kind of have to lock them up a little bit more uh, on the contract side, uh, which they seem to be pretty well. But they're uh, they're one of those teams where defense, you know, it helps, but they they score in droves, uh, so. They got that going for him, and then they also have a uh, a beast in net with uh, Andre uh, Veselovsky, nine point five for the next seven, and then Curtis McElhenney is their backup, one point three million for this coming season UFA afterwards, and also all those guys that need contracts. It's all gonna come up to do they win the cup or not. Um. I'm not going to go into specifics about the, the cup because I'm going to do that next next episode. But, uh, yeah, just stay tuned for that. But uh, as I said with the Stars, you know, it all just comes down to uh, performances in the in the, uh, the cup final for the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, and there's no doubt in my mind they're going to continue to be, you know, cup contenders for years to come. So, I mean, they don't really have anything much to worry about. Just keep building on what they have. That's all I have to say about that. Um... But yeah, um, that's your Atlantic Division, in uh, in a sense. Uh, look for the next episode for uh, where we will be.
back to normal with the whole news signings and all that. And we'll go into the uh, a little bit of an overview currently of the uh, Stanley Cup final. And uh, yeah, that's been it. Don't forget to rate and subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. And I'll catch you all in the next one. Thank you very much.